0: Welcome to the Inspirational Living Podcast. Today's reading was edited and adapted from Peace, Power, and Plenty by Orison Swett Martin, published in 1909. On a famous sundial it is written, I record none but hours of sunshine. Every human life will be beautified by making this a life motto. What a great thing it would be if we could only learn to wipe out of our memories forever everything unpleasant, everything which brings up bitter memories, unfortunate associations, and depressing, discouraging suggestions. If we could only keep our minds filled with beautiful thoughts, which uplift and encourage, the efficiency of our lives would be multiplied. Are not some people so unfortunately constituted that they are unable to remember pleasant, agreeable things? When you meet them, they always have some sad story to tell. Something that has happened to them or is surely going to happen to them. They tell you about the accidents narrow escapes, losses, and afflictions they have had. The bright days and happy experiences they seldom mention. They recall the disagreeable, the ugly, the discordant. The rainy days make such an impression upon their minds that they seem to think it rains about all of the time. There are others who do just the reverse. They always talk of the pleasant things good times, and agreeable experiences of their lives. I know some such people who have had all sorts of misfortunes, losses, and sorrows, and yet they so seldom speak of them or refer to them, that you would think they never had anything in their lives but good fortune, that they had never had any enemies, that everybody had been kind to them. These are the people who attract us the people we love. The habit of turning one's sunny side toward others is a result of the practice of holding charitable, loving, cheerful thoughts perpetually in mind, while the gloomy, sarcastic, mean character is formed by harboring hard, uncharitable, unkind thoughts until the brain becomes so set toward the dark that life can only radiate gloom. Some people's minds are like a junk shop. They contain things of considerable value mixed with a great deal of rubbish. They can never bear to throw anything away, for fear it might be of service at some time. Their mental storehouses are clogged with all sorts of rubbish. These people would only have a regular house cleaning, and throw away all that rubbish, everything of doubtful value and systemize and arrange what is left, they might amount to something. No one can do good work when their mind is full of discord and confusion. Get rid of the mental rubbish. Do not go through life burdened with non-essential, meaningless things. Everywhere we see people who are handicapped, doing everything to a great disadvantage because they never will let go of anything. They are like the over-careful housekeeper, who never throws anything away, for fear it may be of use in the future, and whose attic and woodshed, and every closet and corner in the house, are piled up with rubbish which, quote, might be of use sometime. The practice of throwing away rubbish of all kinds is of inestimable value. Occasionally we come across people that pick up all sorts of ideas, good, bad, and indifferent, without selection or choice. They are like a sponge, absorbing everything that comes near them. It is impossible for such a mind to be pure and free from enemy thoughts, conflicting thought currents, inharmonious vibrations, or demoralizing influences. One of the great accomplishments of the finest character is the ability to order the mind and to exclude from it all the enemy thoughts. Thoughts that bring friction and discord into the life. Thoughts that depress, that stunt, that darken. No mind can do good work when clouded with unhappy or vicious thoughts. The mental sky must be clear or there can be no enthusiasm. No brightness, clearness, or efficiency in our mental work. If you would do the maximum of which you are capable, keep the mind filled with sunshine, with beauty and truth, with cheerful, uplifting thoughts. Bury everything that makes you unhappy and discordant, everything that cramps your freedom, that worries you before it buries you. Our mental temple was not given to us for the storing of low base mean things. It was intended to be the abode of the gods, for the treasuring of high purposes, grand aims, noble aspirations. It is a shame for a human being bearing the stamp of divinity to be dominated by unworthy demoralizing thoughts. The time will come when we will be as much ashamed of harboring a disagreeable, discordant, contaminating thought as we would feel if we were caught stealing. When you once get a true perception of yourself, of your grandeur and dignity, and infinite possibilities, you will not allow yourself to be dominated by the mental enemies which now dog you from the cradle to the grave. You are not made to express discord, but harmony, to express beauty, truth, love, and happiness. Wholeness, not halfness. Completeness, not incompleteness. No one has learned the art of true living until they have trained their mind to forget every experience from which they can no longer derive any advantage. Every experience that will hinder their progress and make them unhappy. No matter how great a mistake you have made, it should be forgotten, buried forever. Don't keep digging it up. Simply learn the lesson there is in it for you. For the only good use you can make of an unfortunate mistake is to make it a starting point for something better. What is there to be gained by harboring injuries, by dwelling upon misfortunes, by morbid worrying over our failures? Did it ever pay to harbor slights and imagine insults? There is only one thing to do with a disagreeable thought or experience, and that is get rid of it. Hurl it out of your mind as you would a thief out of your house. You cannot afford to give shelter to enemies of your peace and comfort. If you have hard feelings, unkindly thoughts toward others, if you are trying to get square with someone who has injured you, or if you are suffering from jealousy, envy, or hatred, dispel these killing emotions, these discordant feelings, as vicious enemies. So long as you harbor the hatred thought, the jealous thought, the revenge, worry, anxiety or fear thought, you must suffer. Just as a pedestrian with gravel in their shoes must suffer until they remove it. We cannot harbor any grudge, any hatred against another without suffering a frightful loss in our own nature. It coarsens animalizes, brutalizes us. On the other hand, the holding of the kindly feeling, the love thought, the helpful, charitable, magnanimous thought, ennobles your life, beautifies your character, enriches your nature. Our mental attitude gives its color to our lives. What it is like, we are like toward others. If it is hateful, we are hateful it is revengeful, we have a revengeful disposition. We are like our ideals. I have never known a really good person who had a mean contemptible estimation of other people, or who was always criticizing them, questioning their motives, imputing to them low selfish motives. Do not go about nursing some fancied wrong, or insult, or grudge. Such thoughts poison the brain. They sting and corrupt. Constant dwelling upon bitter things saps your vitality and lessens your ability to do something worthwhile. These are the enemies of your youthfulness, of your happiness and success. You cannot afford to have them festering in your heart and tormenting your mind. Do not remember anything disagreeable which can cripple your efficiency or mar your work. Just wipe it out of your memory, no matter how much it may hurt your pride to do so. Your great aim should be progress and you cannot afford to have a lot of rubbish clinging to you which keeps you back or hinders your speed in the race of life. You need all your energy Every ounce of power you possess. Conserve your strength for the main objective. Make every ounce of force tell. Make up your mind to be large, generous, and charitable. To forget slights or injuries. Not to harbor malice. But to remember that most people are kind at heart. And would not intentionally slight or injure you. Show your charitable side to everyone. Be cheerful, kind, and helpful, no matter what others may do to you or say about you. Learn always to put a charitable interpretation on people's motives, and you will be surprised at the impact your attitude has, not only upon yourself, but upon those whom you see each day.